Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in. It's Andrew Duncan here. And today we are going to be talking about recycling your food scraps and composting, the wonderful world of composting. So uh, to get right into it, recycling your food scraps by turning them into compost is a surprisingly easy way to significantly reduce your household rubbish output. You will also improve the soil on your land if you use it that way and save a whole lot of greenhouse gas going into the atmosphere. So why bother composting? According to Wellington City Council, over 50% of our city's curbside collected rubbish, so the stuff that goes out in yellow bags on the, on the side of the road, is organic waste that could be composted. And according to the team at Project Drawdown, reducing food waste is one of the top three ways we can all individually help reverse the climate crisis. That's because when organic waste goes to landfill, it gets trapped. There's no air and it uh, digests anaerobically uh, and that releases methane. And methane is a terribly potent greenhouse gas, up to 86 times more powerful than carbon dioxide, depending on how you measure it. So basically what you wanna do is take anything that's organic and try and avoid it going to landfill. That's the most important thing to remember. You want that waste to be composted wherever possible. As an added bonus, I have also learned that composting is a great activity to do with kids. Our three-year-old boy just loves it, loves getting involved. He has his own indoor little collection bin uh, that's located near the floor with a lid on it. And each night we empty our food scraps, uh, our paper, tissues, vacuum cleaner, dust, pet hair into a big outdoor compost bin. This has massively reduced the amount of rubbish we produce as a family. Taking a step back, what, what is compost in the first place? Compost is broken down organic material that can be added to soil to help plants grow. Most residential compost bins are filled with a combination of lawn clippings, leaves, twigs and household food scraps. I'll add links in the show notes of this episode if you want to learn a bit more about how it all works. Basically, you chuck all of the above, you know, your food scraps, any small bits of brown paper or cardboard, lawn clippings, leaves, uh, small bits of uh, just stuff from around the garden. You chuck all your organic waste into, into a big black bin and these incredibly um, wonderful little microbes go to work turning it all into beautiful nutrient compost. So chuck all your organic waste in one of those traditional black um, outdoor compost bins that you can buy at Bunnings or Mitre 10 and after Usually three to four months, it turns into this beautiful black material, which looks like soil. It's just an incredible process. Making compost keeps food scraps and yard waste out of landfills where they take up space and release methane. That's the number one thing to remember. So how to start your own compost bin. This podcast will run you through some key tips for getting started. If you're keen for a more in-depth breakdown, I'll link to a wonderful website in the show notes, which is the compostcollective.org.nz. Definitely worth checking out if you want to learn a bit more. Starting a home compost bin is an easy way to help reduce our own food and garden waste. It will also save you money if you normally pay for rubbish collection. The keys to starting a home compost bin is to make it easy and safe. You can buy pre-made compost bins from any major hardware store or build your own using cinder blocks or old pallets. It helps to have a cover over the bin if you get a lot of rain in your area. You want to be able to control the sort of moisture content. So if you are going down the DIY route, one option is to use a piece of plywood or a hessian sack as a cover over the top. When you first set up your compost bin, pick a corner of your section where it is out of the way, but ideally not miles away from your kitchen. Next, layer the bottom of your bin with twigs or hay. 
The idea here is to allow air pockets below the compost pile. When it comes to compost, ventilation is key. That's why the black compost bins that you see have little holes on the side all around to just let the airflow happen. So here are some tips to keep in mind. For this to be successful, you want to have a smaller bin inside the house and maybe an extra small one for the kids like I mentioned before. The trouble with your typical large outdoor compost bin is you make the most compostable mess at dinner time and when you're just about to sit down to eat. And at that point, no one wants to traipse outside in the dark to drop you know, the ends of your carrots into the compost bin, especially when it's rainy and windy in Wellington. Especially as well if it's at the far end of your section. The way around this is to keep a small bucket with a lid somewhere in your kitchen that you only need to empty once every day or once every few days. If you have little ones in the house, one way to make composting more fun is to give the kids their own little compost bin as well. Make this a small one that you keep somewhere they can reach so they can put their own apple cores or banana skins into it and learn how this all works. Once they are big enough, they can even empty the indoor bins without your help. Tip number two is to avoid putting meat or excessive amounts of bread or dairy products into your compost. One of the other uh, hazards with compost bins is that if you put the wrong stuff in, there is a small possibility that you can attract um, mice and, and rats. But you'd, you'd have to be adding a lot of meat to be doing that. So basically, if you want a, a pretty risk-free way to do composting, just avoid putting meat into your compost bin. Uh, we've got three compost bins right outside our property uh, and a worm farm as well. I've never had any issues with uh, unwanted visitors. Um, tip number three, turn it over every few weeks. So what you're trying to do is move the compost pile around a little bit just to, just to make sure that it's all um, you know, breaking down uh, in a kind of uniform manner if at all possible. Otherwise what you end up with is kind of a really nice bit of compost in the middle of the pile and the stuff on the outside won't have really changed that much. Um, so you can turn it with a spade or a compost turner which looks like a big corkscrew basically. You can buy these from Bunnings or Mitre 10 but a garden fork or a spade works just fine. Uh, the goal here is just to move it around so it decomposes evenly and to let more air in. If you have a big compost bin, this can take a bit of energy, so it's a great way to get a bit of exercise in. You don't have to do it often. I try and do it once or twice a week, but if you only did it every few weeks, that would be fine as well. Tip number four is to start a planter box. So once you've generated some compost, which can take three to four weeks or longer, you can just leave it in your compost bin and it can just chill there, or you can put it to good use in a veggie garden or planter box. If you don't have space to build an outdoor veggie patch, it's easy to set up large plastic tubs as planter boxes on a deck or balcony area, on a balcony, sorry. Uh, you don't need a lot of space to grow really useful salad greens like spinach or kale or just herbs that you're going to use in your regular cooking. Once you start a compost bin, your indoor and outdoor rubbish bin will no longer smell as bad. You'll reduce the amount of rubbish you produce and you'll be improving the quality of the soil on your land, making it easy to grow anything and everything. But most importantly, you'll be reducing your carbon footprint and helping to make the world a better place. I've been blown away by the amount of satisfaction and enjoyment that I've got from having a composting system at home. There is just something so special about the circular kind of uh, nature of cooking at home and then knowing that any bit of any vegetable or fruit or food that you don't use is just going to go back into your compost bin and then back into your soil which will make more food for you to use when you're cooking for your family. This kind of circular zero waste 
situation that you create for yourself is it's hard to put into words how satisfying it is knowing that you know when you're making dinner nothing's going uh into landfill to do that it's it's super super cool so i really encourage any of you who are interested to give it a go just one more resource before i go one cool initiative we have discovered on this journey is sharewaste.org.nz it's a website which connects people who are wanting to recycle their kitchen scraps with neighbors who are already composting This could be really useful if you are keen to recycle your food waste, but don't have the time or space to start your own compost bin, or if the price is prohibitive. Personally, we've registered to start receiving food scraps, and we're in Granada Village, Wellington. If if you are keen to get involved, uh, I'll have a link to that website in the show notes, and you can feel free to drop it around to us if you're anywhere nearby. Or maybe you could look for someone who is closer to you. Uh, There are people all over Wellington, all over Auckland, all over all parts of the country that you can find on this platform. And it's usually a really easy process. People leave a, a bin outside their back gate that you can uh, you can add your food scraps to. You don't have to go inside the property. Usually there's, there's really efficient systems to, to do this. If you're already composting, you might consider setting yourself up with you know by registering on this website so you can accept food scraps as well, which is a very cool thing to do. So if you're already composting but you want to try and do a bit more to help, jump on and have a look. And a reminder as well uh, to check out that Compost Collective website, compostcollective.org.nz, and that's linked to the Share Waste platform. They, uh, they're responsible for putting that all together. So hope that helps. Uh, if you've got any questions about composting, feel free to, to hit us up. You can email Anna, A-N-N-A-H, at goodyoucando.com. Um, and uh, yeah, just saying, if you have any questions at all, we wish you the very best of luck on your journey. Thank you so much for tuning in. 